Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created.
thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go ahead and surrender. Hallelujah. He's wonderful. He's our counselor. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. He is a mighty God, the everlasting Father. So I.
we just playing God bless your spirit Oh God, we give you glory. We give you glory. Oh God, we thank you, Jesus.
mandate, O oh order, which upholds your will, O oh God, concerning our life right now, is destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. Let the anointing, O oh God, of the Holy Ghost, O oh God, stand before us, O oh God. Hallelujah. Let the power of the Holy Ghost, O oh God, stand before us, so that even when the enemy, O oh God, tries to come, O oh God, he is already destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, we just annul every diabolical decision and every ruling concerning, oh God, your ministry, concerning the business, controlling anything in our lives with our family or anyone that we are associated with in the mighty name of Jesus. And right now, oh God, we take control, oh God, of every atmosphere, every airway, every system, every galaxy, every region, every realm of darkness now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we send the fire of the Holy Ghost against every demonical plan hallelujah in the name of Jesus we take control over the spirits and the stratospheres and the hemisphere and the atmosphere and we uh, um, we command that they line up with the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus we decree and declare that angels are being released in this atmosphere in the mighty name of Jesus and we thank you oh God that you have already destroyed every satanic contention every distraction every frustration right now in the name of Jesus and right now oh God we employ oh God the host of heaven oh God to war against every host of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus oh God in the mighty name of Jesus we take command oh God and bring to hope every form every further demonic movement and every satanic activity right now that tries to rise up adoring this word that's being spoken we cause every distraction to be destroyed right now in the name of Jesus we disapprove and prohibit every demonic interception interference and resistance in the mighty name of Jesus oh God we bind and we cast out every satanic harassment over our lives over our children over the ministry over our families over the business right now in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus, we decree and declare, oh God, that even this prayer, oh God, continues to shield, oh God, that it be a shield, a bloodline of the anointing, oh God, that forms a hedge of protection that hides us, oh God, against all familiar spirits, oh God, every demonic personality. Right now, in the name of Jesus, it shall, they shall not be able to track us, but you put up this wall, oh God, of the Holy Spirit that will block every demonic demonic attack that will try to come and every arrow that is trying to fly against us right now be destroyed in the name of Jesus and back to sin. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. 
Search Xavier, ABSN to apply. In the mighty name of Jesus, uh, and we cease every demonic distract, destruction right now in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare, oh God, that the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, the, the spirit of divine counsel, supernatural might, uh, the fear of the Lord be our portion right now in the name of Jesus. And we divinely be empowered and increase and understanding of your word. Oh God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that has been released upon our lives that now we can operate in power and demonstration. Oh God, we thank you for the authority that you have given us when the keys of the kingdom was released upon your people. We thank you, oh God, that we can use those keys, oh God, with authority in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we do not take it for granted on what you have done. We don't take it for granted on what you are doing because we know that you are God and God alone, a God that have created all things from heaven and earth. You are God that gave us life and gave us the ability, oh God, to create because we are an image of you. So we give you glory, oh God, for such an awesome creation, oh God, because you are a creator of the universe, of the earth and the heaven. We don't take it for granted on who you are and who you come to be. So as we go forth, oh God, on this evening, oh God, we know our true positioning in you. We know, oh God, who we are in you. So God, we thank you for allowing us, oh God, to be birthed out like you created us to be birthed out, oh God. And right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for the benefits uh, that you have given to us, oh God, uh, to be kings, oh God, to rule, uh, hallelujah, with the authority, oh God, that you have given to us. Uh, oh God, we just thank you uh, for being God and God all by yourself. Uh, hallelujah. We thank you, oh God, uh, that you have, uh, you have provoked us into purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. So God, we thank you on this evening. Oh God, we just give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. So come on and clap your hands. Hallelujah. For the Lord. Amen. And before we go, hallelujah, in this last moment and giving this word, and before we go ahead and go with our service, let's just give God, um, hallelujah, a praise. Amen. In the middle of it. Don't you know you can praise God in the middle of it. Amen. Hallelujah. You can praise him in the middle of whatever situation that you may be in. You don't have to wait until after you get out of that situation. You can praise him right now in the middle of it. Amen. Sometimes we praise God after. But God is saying in this time and season. Hallelujah. That he wants us to praise him in the middle of it. Amen. Because when we praise him in the middle of it. He is not only delivering us. But he is setting us free. Hallelujah. So let's praise him. Hallelujah. In the middle of it. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming tonight. I got a young man I want to introduce you. We call him Ike Knight. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
believe on this evening. Hallelujah. You should believe because you have already experienced God. I should have to tell you about God. God should have already made you believe by all of the things that he has done for you. He woke you up this morning. He's given you breath in your body. He's given you movement with your limbs. So you should know God for yourself. You should already believe. Even if the preacher don't preach another sermon, what God has done for you, you should have already, and deep down in your soul, in your spirit, you should already believe because he is good. And he is good and good and good. And if I can make a word that is not in the dictionary, he is gooder. He is gooder. Hallelujah. Because that's how good he is. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to make up words because that's how good God is. He is so good. He continued to blow our mind. He continued to show up in a situation that sometimes we don't know how we're going to make it out. We don't know what, how we're going to get through it. But because God is so good, we know that he's going to get us through the darkest times in our life. He's going to get us through every situation that seems unbearable. He's going to get us through every tribulation that feels like taking us under. Hallelujah, because he is good. And he is good. And he is good. I can stay right there all day. That could be the message. God is good. Because, of, oh my God, he's that good, y'all. I mean, he's that good. He's even better than, and better than better. He's good. Hallelujah. God is good. And they say all the time, God is good. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that's about to come forth. God, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. Because you have provoked us into purpose. And why we are built to last is because it's because of you. Because you are good. Hallelujah and glory to God. God, let this word, oh God, come forth. Holy Spirit, speak through your servant. Allow this word to be plain and clear. Allow, oh God, your servant to exegete it the way that the Holy Spirit would exegete it for your people to have an understanding so that they could be made whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me tell you about something on this evening, how God has kept us at the shadow of his hand in his hand. Hallelujah. We're the shadow of God's hand. That's right. We are the shadow of God's hand. Hallelujah. If I can just put this into any type of message, I would just say, provoke into purpose because we are a shadow of God's hand. There it is. We're provoked into purpose because we're the shadow of God's hand. We are the shadow, meaning the shadow is something that is a reflection of something, something that is seen, something that sometimes it has to need, it needs light in order to reflect off of. And we know that God is light. And because we live in his image, we are a reflection of him, meaning that not only do we look like him, but we sound like him. We walk like him. Come on, y'all. We even need to dress like him. Huh? We need to do everything like him because we are we are a representation of him, meaning that we are an ambassador of Christ, meaning that when people see us, they need to see Christ. They don't just need to see us. They need to see the Christ in us 
because it said that he would draw all men unto him. But because he's spirit, uh, he needs us as the vessel so that people can be drawn to him through us. Uh, not that we are God, but God is in us. And because his reflection reflects off of us, meaning that the light that's inside of us draw, hallelujah, people. Amen. So we are the shadow of God's hand. So like the Bible reminds us in the commentary, it says, let the light shine. Hallelujah. It means that even in the history, as we go to the commentary, before I get to the, to the scripture here, it said history later revealed Jesus as this servant and light to the world. And when you read in the book of Matthew chapter 12, 17 through 21, and in the book of John, first chapter 4 through 13, and John 8 verses 12. But Jesus also commissioned his followers to be his light. Come on now, the Holy Spirit just said that through me, amen. He commissioned us to be the light on every corner of the earth, meaning the north, the east, the south, and the west. That's why it's four corners, amen. Because we need to be that light. Just like Paul, hallelujah, mentioned his mission, hallelujah, was to go forth and be that light. We know that Paul once crucified Christians, amen. But when he received the light on straight street he was turned from darkness into light amen so in this we know that we are the light that shines so bright amen and because we are a light that shines so bright we need to make sure that no compromise is coming into the body of christ we need to make sure that no disunity or lack of love from one another is coming into the body of christ we need to make sure lack of doctrine and clarity of authority is not being presented in the wrong way. And we must not lose passion for evangelism. Hallelujah. We need to be the shadow of God's hand. Why? Because we are provoked into purpose. So when we go to the book of Isaiah chapter 49, let me read the word and then we're going to go ahead and let the Holy Spirit move through the word. It said, listen, O Israel, unto me and the hearken you people from afar. The Lord hath called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother hath he mentioned of my name. Come on now. And he made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand. I said that this message is called provoke into purpose. We are a shadow of God's hand. Hallelujah. And he had hid us and made us, hallelujah, a polished shaft. And his quiver hath he hid me and said unto me, now Isaiah speaking here, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught and in vain. Yet surely my judgment is with Lord and my work with my God. And now said the Lord, now come on now, Isaiah made a word he said you know what wait a minute lord let me tell you something i know that you said that i am the shadow of your hand but this has not been easy for me i feel like um i'm doing what i'm doing in vain i feel like the people don't appreciate me i feel like the people just don't respect me i feel like i'm just doing this for nothing you know he was able to keep it 100 with god come on emmanuel he had a relationship with god he was able to talk to god with common sense a lot of times we think we can fool god and not say what we really feel inside but don't you know that god created us amen so he know our every thought he know our every 
feeling. He knows what we're thinking. He knows that even when we say we're going to do something, he knows down the line if we're going to do it or not because he's not only a God of now, but he is a God of the future, meaning that he already see us before we get there, before we say it. So therefore, Isaiah said to him, hallelujah, I have labored in vain. I spent my strength for not and in vain. And surely my judgment is with the Lord. Lord, I got an issue with you. Hallelujah. Because I feel like everything that I've been doing has been in vain. Come on now. But God came back and said, and now said the Lord that for me. Now he realized that, wait a minute. I know that I can talk to God. Hallelujah. One on one. But I got to sit back and respect God because he is the one that formed me. He is the one that created me. He is the one that mentioned me before he called my name. So therefore, the Lord said, I formed thee from the womb to be my servant. Come on now. He had to confirm to Isaiah. Now, I know it's not easy. I know it seems like it's something hard for you to do. I know ministry is not going the way that you planned it to go. I know that people is not showing up like they're supposed to show up. And those that are faithful... They're supposed to be faithful or not as faithful. But let me tell you something. I'm giving you a word. I told you where to start. I told you what to do. You can't worry about that. You just got to stand on my word. You got to stand on what I told you. You got to stand on where I'm taking you. Because I know what I am doing. So the Lord said to him, I formed you from the womb to be my servant, to bring Jacob again to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. And he said, it is a light thing that there shall be my servant to raise up tribes. Y'all, it's a light thing. I know it seems heavy, but this situation is light. If you understand the weight of the glory, my God, you would know it's only a light thing. Thing. It's something really light, but it seems heavy. But let me tell you, you're going to raise up the tribes of Jacob, and they're going to be restored and preserved of Israel. And I will also give thee for the light to the Gentiles that they may be my salvation until the end of the earth. Come on now. We're going to stop right there. Let's just keep it right here, one through six, because it's going to be a lot to, um, to break down, and we don't... Uh, Hallelujah. I want to make sure that it's clear. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. The Lord said, listen, O Israel unto me, and hearken ye people from far. The Lord called me, come on, from the womb. See, the Lord called us from the womb. I don't know if you understand what a womb is, but a womb is something that a woman carries. And the womb is not just a womb. It has other various parts, like the bowels and the matrix. Hallelujah. But right now, we can't get into that because that's so much. Hallelujah. To break down. But what God is saying to him, I want you to know before I called your name, I thought of you. I thought of you before. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. 
great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I mentioned you. And then I called you from the womb, from the bowels of your mother, have I mentioned your name. And I've made your mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of my hand, I'm hiding you. I am hiding you in the shadow of my hand. That's why I said that we are provoked into purpose because we are the shadow of God's hand. Glory to God. And he said, Oh, thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Not man, not woman, but me, the Lord, will be glorified. Did you hear the Lord? He will be glorified in all that comes against us. Why? Because God glorified his son, Christ Jesus, through his sufferings. And when we're suffering with Christ, we will be brought to reign with him in higher heights and depths and breaths and lengths in his glory. Glory to God. I feel a shift right there. I said I feel a shift right there. Because, beloved, let me help you understand something. He wants to be glorified. Why? Because it's God that's doing everything. Be glad that he has kept you as a top secret. That's right. Because when he said that he hid you, hallelujah, that means that he has kept you. He has concealed you. Meaning that he has kept you to hide you, to conceal you, so that he can buffet you. Amen. And how do he buffet us? He buffets us by cleansing us. He buffets us by allowing us to go through things that allows us to be, on, be put on the potter's wheel so that we can be cleansed, so that we can be smeared with the anointing oil, so that we will be able to crush and smash every demonic plan that tries to come afar. Amen. The Lord has called me. See, you got to make this personal. See, Isaiah understood the Lord has called me from the womb. From the matrix of my mother. He has made mention of my name. Meaning that though Jesus is the son of God. He was conceived and born in the womb of Virgin Mary. He was called from the matrix of his mother womb. He came as a man that he might represent man. In him we have a man who truly does the will of God. From his mother's womb. The father fully acknowledge him and declares, hallelujah, that he is pleased with him. The father's voice came from heaven declaring that Jesus is his son and that we are to hear him. He is the one of the father has sent. So that right there, hallelujah, has been good. He was not self-appointed, 
but it was appointed by God. Because when we read in the Bible, hallelujah, in Hebrews 5, 4 and 5, it says that no man takes honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest. It was he, the father, who said to him, you are my son, and today I have begotten you. See, this is very important. Why? Because it means that Jesus is no body that we can ever become because he is so perfect. He has never sinned. Hallelujah. He is the son of God. He carries out his father's business. But because his spirit is in us, we also is able to exemplify him. And he shined through us. Amen. So that we also can be about our father's business. Amen. And when we're about our father's business, guess what? We know that he has called our name. We know that we were formed from the womb that God created. Amen. And that we can never fail. Hallelujah. The plan that he has for our life. And even as I continue to understand, as the Bible continues to go on, um, the prophet Jeremiah reminds us in Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And David also acknowledged the greatness of God's work in Psalms 139, 13 and 14. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And now my soul is very well. But let me get back to the womb. I have to explain the womb to you to understand how significant the womb is. So we're talking about the matrix of the womb. The womb, hallelujah. So when you look at the womb, it represents love compassion, and mercy. See, the womb is a place where something is generated. Hallelujah. It is a place that is encompassed, that is a protective hollow space. It is enclosed. It helps contain something that is ready to come out of something. It's like a top secret of something that have not yet been revealed. Like when women are pregnant, they don't know yet what the birth of the baby is, amen, until they get a ultrasound. And then they're able to detect, hallelujah, what may be the sex of the baby. But the womb is that place that is enclosed. But the servant is called from the womb. This speaks of his special destiny, known by God prior to his birth. His purpose and service of God was ordained before birth. It was ordained that, yeah, that Isaiah should do great work. It was ordained before he was even born, before he even came out of the womb, the matrix, the bowels of his mother. He, it was already said in the atmosphere in heavens that he will be like a sharp sword. Glory to God. So his purpose was already predestined hallelujah his purpose and service hallelujah was ordained by God hallelujah just like we read in Jeremiah and also the apostle Paul who God separated from the mother's womb far in advance of his conversion hallelujah 
But the Bible says before she travailed, she brought forth, meaning her pain came as she was delivered of a male. Have the earth travailed in one day? Shall a nation be born at once? Because when a woman gives birth, there is something called contractions. And those contractions, hallelujah, don't feel good. Amen. They space out, hallelujah, time after time. But every time it's time for a contraction, it hurts, my God. But it lets us know that it's time for whatever that is hidden to be released through the womb. Amen. See, the matrix, amen, can also be translated into a situation or surrounding substance within which is something else that originates, develops, or contains. It is something of a material or tissue in which more specialized structure embedded. See, the, the matrix is the inward part. The matrix meaning is the womb of purpose. It's the source, the origin of purpose. Hallelujah, meaning that if it's the source and the origin, it, it is used to show that we can trace the point that the course of our life change permanently and become headed to destination of life purpose. This is because arriving at our point of meaning position us at the very womb of our purpose. I hope I'm not losing you, amen. But as the servant Isaiah is talking about, he's literally within his mother's womb. See, God made mention of his name. The word declare is like a hemp hill stem. His name. Here we begin to see problems, hallelujah. As Isaiah began to say, wait a minute. I know that you formed me. I know that you called me. But it just seems like this is being done in vain. But let me help you still understand this womb, amen. This womb he had to come through. This womb of pain, this womb of discouragement, this womb of sometimes feeling like he could not do what he's called to do. But the womb, hallelujah, is a hiding place. It's a place you can hide that's concealed until it's time for the birthing to take place. And that's why it says, and he will make his mouth like a sharp sword. So he's still not ready to come out the womb, the matrix, the bowels, because... God is still making his mouth like a sharp sword. The sword we know is like the word of God. It's not like a cutting sword that we may cut somebody, but the word of God cuts like a two-edged sword. But he will make his mouth like a sharp sword. Why? Because the word of God has to be so sharp so that it will be able to, come on, what? Bring deliverance, bring healing, and make a person whole. The word of God brings truth. A word of God brings clarity. The word of God brings understanding. That's why he said, I have to make your mouth as sharp as a sword. This speaks of the effectiveness of the servant's judgment, which reliably, exclusively upon God's word. Meaning that everything has to be on God's word. Emmanuel, it cannot be Isaiah's word. It cannot be Isaiah's feelings or his emotions. But it has to be the word of God. He wells the sword of the spirit. That's why, hallelujah, we know that the sword of the spirit is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and the joints in the marrow and it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. 
in this, the servant is the ultimate embodiment of the purpose of the nation Israel, which is to speak forth God's truth. See, sometimes God has to use you to speak truth. Sometimes God has to use you to speak the truth because some other people is not going to speak the truth. And that's why so many people is not walking in wholeness. They keep going back to their same vomit. They keep going back doing the same thing because people are lying to them. People are not telling them the truth. People are telling them something that they only want to hear. Only so that their churches can be full. Hallelujah. Only so that they can be able to sing and, and go ahead and do all this other stuff that we call church. But really, are we really in the face of God? You need somebody that's going to tell you the truth. You need somebody that's going to tell you that you're right, you're wrong, when you need to do this and need to do that, and you know that it's God, and because it's the truth. Sometimes we want to be around people that's going to lie to us, people that just want to make us feel good. You want to have a yes man. I don't want a yes man. I need a no man. Somebody's going to tell me no. Somebody that's going to keep me accountable. Somebody's going to tell me in my face, you know what, apostle, that ain't right. You need to get it right. You need to keep it stepping because I'll be able to respect them more than somebody just being a yes man. And that's why he's telling Isaiah, I need to make your mouth as sharp as a sword because I need my truth to come through your mouth. Because the people that you're about to deal with, Israel, they are the children of Israel. They are stubborn, they're rebellious, uh, and they're stiff-necked people. They're hard-headed and they always complaining. They're ungrateful and they're not grateful for where I brought them from. Matter of fact, when they was in dark, I brought them a pillow fire. When they were in the light and the sun was beaming down, I bought a pillow of cloud over them. When they were hungry, I gave them well. I gave them, excuse me, I gave them quill. It was meat. I could have just gave them bread. I even gave them bread. I even let them tap the rock and water came out. But they were still ungrateful. Come on. The bread and the water did not satisfy them. They, I gave them meat. I gave them quill. I gave them everything. But guess what, Emmanuel? They still was disobedient. They still was roughnecks. They still worship other gods. Why Moses was on Mount Sinai. Come on now. Doing the Ten Commandments. On Mount Zion. Trying to tell God. The children of Israel is his, his people. Because God told Moses, wait a minute. I'll show you my glory. But the children of Israel, I turn my back on them. I ain't showing them nothing. But Moses says, wait a minute. Them your people. And because they your people, I know they being disobedient. I know they down there worshiping other gods. And I know they down there doing this and doing that. But God have mercy on them. Because they still your children, my God. So listen. He had to let Isaiah know. You're about to deal with these type of people. You're about to deal with some people that's going to look at you crazy. When you're trying to tell them the truth. You're about to deal with some people that's going to walk away from you and leave you when you tell them the truth. You're about to deal with some people that even when you tell them the truth, they're going to keep on doing wrong. And then, because you're going to tell them the truth, you may not even see them no more. But keep on telling them the truth. Because see, you're the one that I created. See, the servant was the one who God predicted, even through Moses. Isaiah also made mention of the attributes of that servant. Amen. See, the power of the words that would come through the mouth of servant Isaiah 
was even revealed to John. Hallelujah. That saw him in the vision of his glory. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. When you read in the book of Revelation 1 and 16. So all of this, we understand that the sword is the word of God. We know even from the New Testament that it is by God's spoken word that the Antichrist and the ungodly nations will be judged and overthrown. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God is a God of truth. And a lie cannot stand truth. So quit telling lies. Quit lying all the time. Because it's going to be one lie after another lie. And you're going to begin to believe your own lie. Do you know people that just lie, 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 that they believe their own lie? That's why we need to make sure that we speak truth. Because he's letting Isaiah know only truth is coming about this mouth. I'm making your mouth as sharp as a, as, as a sword. Hallelujah. Because these words that's coming out of your mouth is going to be words that's going to bring healing. Words that's going to bring deliverance. But at the end, my people are going to be made whole. And then it says, in the shadow of his hand, he has hid me. Hallelujah. You know, it's good when God can hide you in the shadow of his hand. Because you know, the enemy always try to come for you when you're doing the work of God. He always trying to discourage you. He always trying to say what God didn't say. But when you know who God is for yourself, and you got a relationship with God, no matter what the enemy say, because God has hid you in the shadow of his hand. See, he has hid you. It means that he has protected you. He has protected you from anything that would try to come up against you. He said, in his quiver, he has what? Hitting me. Quiver means a concealed department, a sealed, concealed case, meaning that it's been closed. Sometimes we feel like we've been rejected from others. People have not accepted us in their cliques or accepted us in their group. But know that God has hidden you. Know that you have been concealed in this case called a quiver. Because God don't want nobody else to get the glory for what he's about to do in your life. That's why sometimes God has to what? Conceal us and put us in this quiver. So that we won't be touched. So that he can be able to continue to make us and form us. So we are a servant that is concealed. Hallelujah. So that God can continue to make us and create us the way that he needs to make us. In order for us to come out like that arrow. So that that arrow that's going to be shot is going to hit the bull's eye and not miss it. And that's why as he keeps us in this quiver and hides us, he has to also make us a polished shaft. Meaning a shaft is like an arrow. He has to polish it. Means that he has to sharpen it. He has to make sure all the edges, hallelujah, is not only smoothed out, but they're sharpened. Because he's about to come for the aim. And anytime you're aiming for something, you got to make sure that that shaft, hallelujah, is polished. You got to make sure that it's sharp and that it's able to go into whatever it is that you're going to aim it at. A polished shaft is an arrow and an arrow that has been polished as well. Two arrows so that it flies straight. 
that it don't go from side to side, but it will go straight to hit the bull's eye, amen. Meaning that it will be something of truth, something that is true, not a false, it's nothing that's false, amen. It hits its mark and accomplishes its purpose. But adding the arrow to the sword, it reminds us that his word travels far and wide. So when the arrow is being shot, the arrow, the sword, it goes not only far, but it goes wide, my God. Hallelujah and glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. That right there, when you say that, hey, are you serious? You're talking about it's going to go straight and wide? Yes, because it's going to make sure that it hit its point. See, the sword is used to strike the enemy, meaning that the word of truth comes against a word that is false, a word that is not of God. Hallelujah. See, it hits its mark and accomplishes its purpose. Hallelujah. And also the sword not only strike the enemy who is near and the arrow to strike the enemy who is at distance. Because remember I said it goes far and it goes wide. So if it's on your side, it's going to get hit. If it's wherever it is in front of you, it's going to get hit. But the word is not confined only to where Jesus walked when he was on earth. It goes forth into the world to bring salvation. Hallelujah. So that's why we must speak the truth. And that's why as he had hid us in that quiver, that case, hallelujah, that case is the most effective weapon. Because it is a place of reservation means that he have reserved us for a time as this, for a special purpose. And it's a, it's a definitely guarantee to overcome the enemy. So don't feel left out because you have not been yet presented or you have not yet been revealed. Know that God's revealed to redeem in his own time. Hallelujah. Until the appointed time. Hallelujah. God will reveal you. And when he reveals you, I have not seen, and ear have not heard, hallelujah, what God has prepared, hallelujah, before you, amen. See, he always reveal it by the Spirit at an appointed time. That's why we must wait upon that time, amen, so that when it is being revealed, we're able to walk out in truth. We're able to walk out in our purpose and able to complete the destiny that God is calling us to walk in, amen. So that's why I need you to understand that even though you feel like you have labored in vain and you've labored in so many things and there have not yet been any thing that has been revealed to you that is something of accomplishment. Thank God that God has hid you in the quiver as a time as this. Because when you be presented and you come forth, my God, God is going to use you like that arrow, that sword that's been polished. You're not only going to go far, but you're going to go wide, my God. And you're going to be able to hit every target without missing. Nothing, hallelujah, going to be able to touch you. Nothing going to be able to move you. You're going to be able to stand ground and do what God have called you to do. You're going to be that arrow that's going to be shot in places that most people can't go, glory. That's why God sometimes has to keep us in that quiver a little longer so that we can be able to stand against the time, hallelujah, of trials and tribulation so that we will not break, that we are bearable and we are unbreakable. We're undiable, hallelujah. We are built to last because we have been kept in the quiver as a time as this. And now we're coming to declare the works of the Lord. 
Lord. And because we're here to declare the works of the Lord, it is the sword that is in our mouth that we will carry. We will speak his word. Hallelujah. He is the arrow that we, God will use the arrow that is coming out of our mouth. Hallelujah. And he will allow this arrow of truth. Hallelujah. To be shot. Hallelujah. Into the world. Amen. So that the word of God can change, bring change, bring deliverance, bring salvation. In the mighty name of Jesus, that the word of God will reach its mark. Hallelujah. The word of God, hallelujah, shall go forth and nothing shall rebel against it. Amen. It shall bring forth new life through faith. Amen. It shall bring forth, hallelujah, God's purpose and his destiny. Hallelujah. God's word will not fail and it cannot fail. Amen. Why? Because it is so powerful. Amen. It cuts like a two-edged sword. Amen. So therefore, when the word of God comes forth, amen. Deliverance is taking place, amen. God cannot lie, huh? and God is the God of truth, my God. Huh? He has declared these things to his son, our Lord Jesus Christ, huh? so we know that it stands, amen. That's why the apostle Paul, amen, is a great example of the Messiah to us. Why? Because he also expresses this same fear of failure. Do all matters without grumbling and disputing in order that you be blameless and faultless children of Ilium which without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among who you shine as lights in the world holding on to the word of life the word of God for a boast to me in the day of Messiah that I have not run in vain or labored in vain in fact even though I am being poured out as a drink offering my God on the offering the service of your belief I am glad and I rejoice with you all meaning that even though Paul knew that he was being stepped on speak on red on he did not care he kept on speaking the truth he kept on doing the work of God he kept on going to wherever God sent him and when God told him don't go he did not go he knew that he was called to do a journey he was called to do what God called him to do so I'm going to tell you something on this evening most people are not going to like you and most people ain't going to accept you but that's okay you ain't there to do it for them but you're there to do it for God and if I tell you something you better make sure you do it for God because when you do it for God, guess what? Uh, the reward is going to be in heaven. Uh, you can't worry about what people going to say. Uh, you can't worry about how people going to look at you. You got to keep on kicking and then keep on moving. Because when God tells you to go forth, proclaim his name, speak the truth, you better speak the truth and proclaim his name. Because if you speak lies, my God, my God, uh, the blood is going to be on your hand. Uh, and God is a God uh, that will not play, amen, when it comes to his word. Uh, so be careful what we say to the people of God. Make sure that we speaking the truth. Uh, make sure we do what God is telling us to do uh, and not what people are telling us to do uh, because that can get us in trouble with God. Uh, and then you say, uh, oh, I labored in vain. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, you feel like you labored in vain because you did everything out of the will of God. Uh, but if you stay in the God's will, uh, I'm telling you all that labor going to pay off. God going to make sure not only are you blessed, uh, but that you're favored, that you're protected, that you're covered, uh, and that all things that you're called on uh, in the heavens he will show give it unto you if you continue to stay in the face of God, if you continue to stay and doing his word, if you continue to stay and allow your mouth to be as sharp as a sword, those that are hidden, hallelujah, in the quiver if you can learn how to stay in the case and don't try to reveal yourself but let God reveal you I'm telling you, you're coming out like, not looking like smoke you're coming out with the glory you're coming out with power and authority
authority uh, and you're going to be able to tread over the enemy uh, every young lion and every young cobra my God uh, if you just stay in the quiver just a little bit longer uh, God is ready to present you uh, God is ready to reveal uh, people unto you uh, but you got to stay right there because God is making you uh, God is doing some other things to you uh, so that when you come out here uh, I'm telling you the wiles of the devil uh, ain't something that's going to be easy uh, but when you come up out of this quiver this time my God uh, you're going to be able to stand and look at the devil in his face uh, and say first of all Satan the Lord rebuke you uh, I decree and declare uh, I plead the blood of Jesus against you uh, get up under my feet uh, you are destroyed uh, you are nothing uh, you're going to be able to tell that devil where to go uh, and matter of fact uh, he going to run from you uh, because the glory uh, that's going to be upon you uh, is going to be so bright going to be so glorious my God my God uh, stay in that quiver uh, don't move uh, don't move uh, I know the marriage is not what you expected uh, don't move uh, I know the sickness is not what you asked for uh, don't move uh, I know your children is tripping uh, don't move uh, I know your finances is not looking good uh, don't move uh, I know the church ain't going like you said uh, don't move uh, I know the people is doing all this against you uh, don't move uh, stay right there uh, don't come out the quiver until I release you because uh, I'm about to release a glory upon you uh, and this glory my God, my God, it's going to be a, such a glorious, uh, glory, uh, you're going to know that I'm God, uh, I am the king of glory, uh, I am the king of Kavad, uh, it's going to be so glorious upon you, uh, my God, my God, uh, stay right there, don't move, says the Lord, amen. So that's why Isaiah understood that he had to stay right there, thus said the Lord, the redeemer of Israel. That holy one, to him whom man despise, to him who the nation adores, to the servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes also shall worship, because the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, he has chosen you. Did you hear what I said? Man didn't choose you. God chose you. And even though he was despised and rejected, by his own nation, by his own people, man despised him, nations abhorred him. Yet, I say yet, the promise is sure that kings and princes from nations shall arise and come forth to worship. Because God has chosen his son for this purpose, to bring the nations to salvation. And that's why the God in you, the light that's in you, has provoked you into purpose. And that, that's because you are the shadows of God's hand. And because of that, God is allowing the light that shines from you to bring nations to salvation. Let me help you understand something. I didn't say he's saying that you're bringing nations to salvation. I said the light that's inside of you that represents Jesus is bringing people to salvation so if you ain't got Jesus in you you can't you can't bring salvation to nobody you're bringing them into the kingdom of darkness which they need to be in the kingdom of light so you need deliverance so we thank God for the book of Isaiah because it lets us know who we were created to be and how God not only created us before he mentioned us, 
before he called our name, but even during the creation, how he made our mouth like a sharp sword, like he have polished our shaft and then put us in a quiver. He hid us in his hand, meaning he carved us in his hand and he let us and he was looking at us and kept saying, no, I still got to make them more because I need them to mirror me. I need, I need them to look like me. So whatever I got to do to make them look like me. And y'all, that's not a feel good. It doesn't feel good when God is create, craving, uh, carving us in his hand because that means he's taking some things out of us. Some things that hurts. Some things that we're used to doing that we have to be delivered from. The flesh is dying day by day. You know? So thank God that he take time out to carve you in his hand to make sure that everything is like how he want it to be created so that as he looked more at us, he said, that is my good and faithful servant. And he won't say, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, my God. 20 years? 50 years in church? And then when... The day come, Jesus, and we get there, and everybody see we done did church for 50 years, and we opened, and we closed, we built churches, and then he say, depart from me, I never knew you, oh my God. No, he'll say, good and faithful servant, because you were faithful, you had a heart that wanted me, you had a heart that loved me, you had a heart that wanted to change for me, so get your heart right. And I know there's somebody out there today that may want to get God back in their heart. Because see, I'm not going to say you don't, you didn't know Christ. Everybody has heard of Christ. Now, you may not have accepted him, but you have heard of him. Nobody can say when Jesus comes, you know what? Nobody told me about you. Nobody on this earth can say they never heard about Jesus. Now, they could have pushed you away and said, you know what? I don't want to hear that and walked away. But you heard about Jesus. But did you listen? Did you accept him? It's a difference. So I open the door right now. You can accept him wherever you are. You, 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 know, you may be sitting, you know, you may be sitting in the bar right now on YouTube. And you thought you was going to Lil Wayne or somebody, and we just showed up. And you sitting there and you done heard this service. And it done convicted you. God can save you right there in the bar. Let me tell you. God ain't looking for everybody that's all together. You can be saved right there. You can be saved right there and walk yourself right on out of there. And say, you know what? I want him. I want that word. I want, I, I'm not talking about that lady. But I heard something. I heard God. I want to change my life. I know I'm in here drinking. And I know it ain't right, but I accidentally pushed UGPM. And it just came up. And I heard something glorious. I heard Jesus in something. Because I heard about this man before, but I just didn't accept him. But you can accept him right now. Now you say, Lady Apostle, why would you say that? Because, because I know. I know how God saved me. I wasn't in church all my life. I didn't get out. I, I wasn't born to be dragged to church. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't have nobody to take me to church on Sunday. So I know that God can save us wherever we are. 
And God can make us stop doing what we do. God can make us stop drinking, smoking, everything. I know. God did it for me. Thank you. He did it for you. You know, most of the time we don't keep it 100. We in a poor pen and we just say, oh, I've been saved for 50 years. But we don't really give our testimony to help somebody. Because if they just see, hey, we never, what makes them all feel comfortable to come to Christ? Now, I stand saying everything because there's a right place and time to say everything. But sometimes you got to be so transparent to where people can really receive you. Amen. Because everybody ain't been in church all their life. Everybody ain't had nobody to take them to church all their life. Their parents did not even go to church. So you can't come and just throw the Bible at them. You have to live. They got to see Jesus. Because guess what? They're not blind. They can see through all of that holy stuff that ain't holy, that really ain't sanctified unto God. We need to quit playing with God. Because I pray every day, Lord, clean me. Every day. Every day. Anything that I've done wrong, Lord, help me become better and greater in you. Take out anything that is not like you. So you can come right now. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just say you accept him. You confess with your mouth that he is your Lord and Savior. And that you know that he died for you. That he went to Calvary for you. That he has forgiven you of all your sins. That he is willing to give you a second chance. Not only do you have to confess it with your mouth. But you have to believe it in your heart. And know that God can change you. God can help you come out of that struggle that you're in. Even this ain't just for those that ain't been saved. This is for some of us that's saved. Some of us that's in the church, saved. Some of us that's even preaching behind the pulpit. This for you too. We all need to repent. Because we don't always do it right. When we learn to be so transparent and repent, God will show up, oh my God, even more. The glory of God would be so heavy, we won't be able to preach. We won't be able to dance. We won't be able to play no instrument. Nothing. Because the glory is so strong, we just be prostrated, laying before the glory, and just worshiping him, and he just come here and just swoop through this place. But let him know you accept him as your Lord and Savior. Not only do you confess it with your mouth, but you believe it in your heart that he is your Lord and Savior, that you know that he died for you. You know that he's given you new life. You know that he's given you the keys of the kingdom. You know that he's given you power and authority. And that he said that you will be blessed. That you will be multiplied. That you will subdue and take dominion. You know the authority he gave you. You know how he went in hell door. Kicked out hell door. And took the keys back from the enemy. And presented us the keys of the kingdom. Take your keys of the kingdom of light. And unlock every door that God has told you to unlock. Be who God has called you to be. And guess what? Now that you've accepted him, let me keep it 100. The devil mad. He gonna try to come for you. He gonna try to come for you. So if there's one even here 
that want to give their life to Christ. You can go ahead and stand up, give your life to Christ as well. But he's going to try to come. But guess what? You let him know, I plead the blood against you. The blood of Jesus against you. Because, see, we don't have to say no longer we're not guilty because we plead the blood against you. Because we already been bought with the price. We already have been to court. Jesus already paid the price. So it's not I'm not guilty. I plead the blood of Jesus against you. That's it. That's all you got to do is plead the blood. Stay in the hedge of protection. Stay in the will of God. Stay in the word of God. Ask God to give you clarity and understanding of the word of God as you begin to read in your Bible. That God will even speak to you through the word. Because the word of God is what um, activates your faith. The word of God is truth. What it does is it helps you believe who you are in God even more. And it increases your faith to walk by faith and not by sight. So when things in life become so unbearable and hard, you know what the word said. The enemy can't come and lie to you and say, no, it's this, it's that. No, because you know what the word said. So the enemy going to try to come. But guess what? He ain't going to prosper. Oh, he has power, but he don't have authority. See, the thing is, God gave us power and authority. See, he wants our authority. That's why if we allow him to overtake us, then he gets our authority. Because he has no authority. So that's why he needs us for the authority. But because we are in God, he don't have that authority. So that's why you also need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is what's going to allow you to stand against the, um, the wells of the devil. So the Holy Spirit in the Bible, um, Isaiah 81, open up your mouth wide. You can be right there receive the precious Holy Spirit. Where God can unction you speaking in tongues, hallelujah. And that the Holy Spirit, because as, you, as the Holy Spirit is endowed, that gives you the power. The power to overtake, overstand the enemy's um, tactics. Hallelujah. So it's the power of the Holy Spirit. Which is yours. It's a free gift. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta work in a church for 50 years for the Holy Ghost. And if you really want to join, you gotta sit up here and tarry. All you gotta do is open up your mouth and receive, and the Holy Spirit will endow over you. And you can receive the power of God. And God will work on you gradually. You're not gonna be all straight tomorrow. Like it ain't no. It's a process. We still going through a process. I know I'm Lady Apostle and you got prophet over here, evangelist over there, bishop over there, teacher over there. We all going through process. The church is hospital. None of us preachers is all way together. Now we are a little bit a little most immature and we're gradually going, but we have not yet reached where we suppose only one Jesus. So we're all striving for the mark. But there's a maturity, a level of maturity in leadership. But we all still need to repent inwardly, daily. It says to always what? Repent. Repent daily. Repent daily. So we thank God for those that have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior and those that have been endowed with the Holy Spirit. So as we just get ready to close our service, we thank God 
for what he has done. The Holy Spirit has already spoken. We don't have to speak for no another hour and a half. See, one thing we must know is when the Holy Spirit is done, he is done. He is done. We got to quit putting our own emphasis in things and words and things. Just let the Holy Spirit speak. That's it. And when you let the Holy Spirit speak, then he can make people whole. Amen. So we thank God for the Holy Spirit speaking. Hallelujah. Through his servant. And I know for sure that not only have you been invoked into your purpose, but you know that you are the shadows of God's hand. And you know that he has created you to be the light that shines in dark places. Amen. So let's give God a, some glory. Hallelujah. And we thank you. And again, like I said, we'll be back here for our evening service every, excuse me, first and third Sunday at 6 p.m. Amen. So next week we will not be here, but the following week is the first, hallelujah, Sunday. Then we'll be back on the third Sunday, 6 p.m. But we'll be back here um, every Sunday morning, 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are open. I know a lot of places have been closed because of COVID, but we just ask you to wear your mask. But please come out, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5. Fairfield, Ohio, 45014, Unlimited Grace Per Ministry, Soar International Network. We thank God for Apostle Joe L. Ezra and you know, um, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, amen. We thank God for you. Hallelujah. So we're uh, going to just go ahead and give God thanks and just thank him for allowing us to have another glorious time in him on this evening. And we don't take it for granted of what he has said to us. But I just want you to be encouraged on this week and know that whatever God has promised you or whatever God has told you to do, I don't care what the circumstance may look like. I don't care what it seems. Go forth and do what God has called. And I'm telling you, he will not only make it easy for you, but he will send you the help that you need. But you got to go forth and do it because that's where faith comes. Hallelujah. Faith comes when we just go forth and do what we know God told us to do. Amen. So I just pray that your week is glorious, that everybody have a safe week. Hallelujah. But before we leave, I do have a testimony. I think earlier today I said, well, I'm going to have a testimony. And I didn't know this type of testimony was going to happen. But I tell you, I told um, Emmanuel, look, I'm going to testify to this one because this is God. Amen. So on today, hallelujah, we all went out and we just enjoyed ourselves had a nice meal, amen, and we got so excited, and we were taking pictures, amen, and I sat, and I usually don't set my purse down, amen, but I set my purse down on the bench, hallelujah, right in front of this restaurant, and it's an open place where cars drive back and forth, and we you know we were so excited, we were taking pictures, and um, I, we, I went to the car and everything, got in the car, and then we got to another destination, and I decided, oh, well, let me call someone. I could have used my other phone that was in the car, but I needed to call for my other phone because they knew that number. So when I went to the truck to, the trunk to get my phone out of my purse, that's when I realized, ah, I don't have my purse. Now, wait a minute, women. You know we don't let go of our purse, right? But this particular time, I let go of my purse. So I thought, oh, my God, I left it on the bench. So I turned around and I went back there. And all I said was, Lord, make sure that my purse is there. Hallelujah. And I tell you, as I called and I got there, they said, yes, somebody brought your purse back inside the restaurant. Now, that was God. 
because there was an iPad, an iPhone, and a wallet with money, many credit cards, and some other personal things, and the purse was open. The purse was open. Come on now. It was not closed. But see, when you know that you're covered by God and you know that God got you, hallelujah, you ain't got to worry about nothing and nobody taking nothing from you. Hallelujah. But I tell you, when I got there, hallelujah, I went in and I said, it's the person here who felt the purse. And the lady said, yes, the lady is there. But let me tell you, this is the testimony. It wasn't be, it wasn't that it wasn't about the purse. When I went to the lady to thank the lady, she was just so in awe. And listen, just as I began to tell her thank you, and I introduced myself, and she looked at me, and in her face I just knew that she needed prayer. That she just needed just a word of encouragement. See, it wasn't about the purse. See, God would use elements, which was the purse, to bring salvation. Come on now. To bring his word. Come on now. Now, that right there was a heavy one. Because that means that all my identity was in that purse. Come on. My keys was even in that purse. Everything that I needed to get in home and in church, the business, it was in the purse. But it was God that brought me back to the lady. And when I began to speak into her life, I could see just tears coming. I said, you know what? It wasn't even about the purse. She said, I know. But let's thank God that it was the purse. Because today, she received something glorious. Hallelujah. See, God will do something just to bring glory for himself. Just to bring salvation to somebody else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just felt that one. Hallelujah. So I thank God for being my God. Because he always take care of me. I tell you, if you don't trust in nothing, trust in God. He is a protector. He is a keeper. He is a deliverer. And he will take care of you. He will take care of you. When he called me in full-time ministry, he said, full-time ministry, no job. He takes care of me. Because... We have to be about our father's business. Amen. And then not only do he take care of me, but he also used me to take care of others. Hey, that's a God. What type of God? That is Jehovah Jireh. My God. <laughs> so we just give God the glory and we can testify all day. But we're going to go ahead and end our service. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word on today. Bless this ministry. Bless those that are came, those that are listening in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever need that they have, I decree and declare that these words that have been presented on today, that they shall receive, oh God, their miracle. Hallelujah. That they receive healing, deliverance, be made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit for those that may not have the Spirit of God. I pray for salvation, that those that have accepted him as their Lord and Savior on today and God bless every ministry, bless every man and woman of God that you have called to walk before you 
you to raise up sons and daughters to be able to spread the gospel. God, help us, strengthen us, oh God. And God, we thank you, oh God, that you would allow us to be stronger. When the enemy tries to come in like a flood, we cast him down with the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And that we come against every disappointment, every frustration, every despair that we try to raise up against the leaders right now. And God, I ask you, oh God, to send another wave of your glory, another wave of your anointing, another wave of the oil of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus, the anointing, so that we will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil as he tries to rise up, that we would not, oh God, turn to the left or the right, we would not compromise the word of God, but we shall go forth to speak truth and only what the word of God tells us to speak in the apostolic prophetic anointing in the mighty name of Jesus and God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you in Jesus' name, amen and glory to God.